Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Thank you very much for joining us for today's edition of Sports Today. My name is Nathaniel Atta, and we've got loads of stories to share with you. It's just for 30 minutes, but of course, we're going to be doing some analysis and bringing you some of the big stories from here in Ghana and around the world. Let's get into our headlines. And the president of Rugby Africa, Herbert Mensah, is calling on African governments to make more resources available for the growth and development of uh, rugby on the continent. Black Stars head coach Chris Hewton says he cannot promise a victory against Madagascar as the Black Stars go into that qualifier on Sunday. I think the English Premier League fixtures uh, are in as uh, champions Manchester City begin their title defense against Burnley in August. Well, it's all of these and more in 13 minutes. Thank you very much for joining us. Let's go to our first story very shortly. Remember, we're also on 421 on DSTV. So the president of Rugby Africa, Herbert Mensah, is calling on African governments to make more resources available for the growth and development of the sport of rugby on the continent. According to him, like football, the sport has the potential to improve the fortunes on the continent. He revealed that uh, as part of his vision as president of the association is to change the world's mindset about African rugby, to rally uh, and uh, believe in the sport like they do for football. And uh, he was speaking at the Bloomberg New Economy Gateway Africa Forum in Morocco. There is a historical uh, relationship that Africa has with the global world uh, where it's easier to take product rather than to invest, um, to create situations and models where it's ne not necessarily in the interests of Africa. And we have, to, we have to change that. I think what I'm trying to do in my, part of my period is asking for a major mindset change. 
a shift. So when I speak to my colleagues at World Rugby, I'm saying, you need to change the way that you look at us. I once came from the world of football, and we were all involved in petitioning FIFA and global bodies to give Africa more chance, rather than say, you're not good enough. When you get good enough, we'll give you the chance. Invest in us today. And we saw what happened in Qatar with this great country of Morocco and Cameroon and Ghana and, and the likes. But Morocco certainly sent the world on fire for people to understand that there are early players who have their, their, their qualities are born out of where they come from as opposed to elsewhere. If you had that investment and you can look at, if it is football, and you look at Hakimi and you look at you know, the goalkeeper and the rest, we have it the same in rugby. Mario Etoji today is playing for England and he's recognized as one of the best in that field. We need a mindset. Well, why, why don't the Mario Etojis of the world or the beast, someday I hope someone calls me the beast, why don't, why, don't, why don't both of them stay in Africa? What's preventing young athletes from, from finding a home in the sport, whether it's rugby, whether it's, whether, it's, whether it's football? And, of course, many African athletes go overseas for basketball and other U.S.-centric sports. I think at the end of the day, it's all about money. Um, the money that's invested is taking like along. Like, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, like everything, uh, the money that's invested... Um, players and families and people have a choice as to how they see the next 10, 20, 30 years of their life, especially sports that you have a shorter lifespan. We need to get the global bodies, um, if it's my sport, rugby, um, if it's others, and they're all on their own missions, to invest more. But we, as well, within Africa, need to re-examine ourselves, our policies on sports and education, Look, I, I had the honor of meeting an extraordinary gentleman yesterday. Um, yeah. Um, and that was the Minister of Youth and Sports here in Morocco. And listening to his rollout plan, which involves education and sports, uh, was something to behold. Um, and then you've told me that, you know, there are more than 50 countries in Africa and you have a very different experience every time you visit each one of them in terms of the kind of... Im reception you get, the kind of collaboration you get, what makes Morocco or any other country that you see as a su successful collaborator successful? Well, I think the present future is really a marriage between governments where there is a responsibility. If you take the values that rugby has, it's, it has, I would say, better values than many other sports in terms of uh, bringing up young people and letting them understand the values of respect, of teamwork, of collaboration, of of patience, of, of other things like that. So the marriage with government first and foremost, and we need African governments to also invest in the games. We have some, my own country, uh, I have an extraordinary president, and he's, we're building a first purpose-built rugby stadium. It might seem a big deal, but it is. All right, so let's talk about Black Stars head coach Chris Hewton, and he says he can't promise a victory against Madagascar when the two teams face off on Sunday. Nagana is in need of a win to guarantee qualification to the next Africa Cup of Nations tournament to be staged in neighboring Cote d'Ivoire early next year. Now, with three days to their big game, Hewton is not making any assurances of getting the three points. We'll take a listen to him. Well, as regards um, getting a result in Madagascar, I can't promise anything. You know, there, there, isn't, there isn't one coach that would sit here 
and promised that they would get uh, a result in the next game. Not one. And the only thing I can promise you is that we will, we will have a, a team that um, will be determined to do that. We will have a coaching staff and a head coach that is determined to do that. We know the value, we know the value of uh, a win against Madagascar. We know, we know what that means. But we also, we also know that we can't take them for granted. And as regards the small and easy games, you know, there are none. You know, because every, every country is trying to improve what they have. Every country, when you look at the individual players, are now playing in better leagues. So that means the challenge. The challenge is, is bigger. Um, but let's say what we can promise is that we will have a team that, that will give it everything, that will give everything to get the result that we want to get. While Ghana waits until Sunday to book their place in the tournament, Egypt have already secured their qualification, and this happened last night. Now, this was after the Pharaohs came from behind to beat Guinea by two goals to one. Now, the victory sees Egypt move to 12 points after five, five rounds of matches and have an, an unassailable lead of nine points uh, to the third-place team. Now, elsewhere, the Gambia beat South Sudan 3-2 in a five-goal thriller to keep their hopes alive for qualifying. We've got the highlights. Teammates, the opposite captain, then Navi Keita helped Silla put it on a plate for Seru Kivasi. The Stuttgart man with his first international goal in just camp number six. Wonderful link up play, the one two. Kivasi with the finishing touch. Former French youth international coming to the fore. But then Mohamed Salah has put it on a plate. A fine finish from Trezeguet, who came on as a 10th minute sub for the injured Omar Marmouche. And made quite the contribution. 10th goal in Pharaoh White. So at the break, both teams heading to Cote d'Ivoire 2023. Trezeguet then hit the target from a deflected effort. The fine save from Ibiran Kone denied the Trasm score forward a second, but then he was on the move. Cut back for Mustafa Mohamed, who celebrated confirming a permanent move to Nantes with his seventh international goal and confirming the Pharaohs' place at Cote d'Ivoire 2023. Guinea will have to wait but for now. The spoils to Egypt, 2-1 winners. Gambia in that red, blue and green kit, mirroring the flag. So away we go. Referee time. He's in by Barrow, some pace on it, and it's gone into his own net. Head in hand moment. I think it's Won it back. No whistle from the referee. Yes. 
second equaliser of the game. Getting a late winner of their own in the 96 minutes. And of course, we'll continue to update you as we go along. Looking forward to seeing who else would make the grade for the next Africa Cup of Nations. Now, let's talk about the under-23 version. Now, this starts on June 24, and Ghana's team, the Black Meteors, trained for uh, the very first time last night in their Alexandria base in preparation for the tournament. Now, they will come up against uh, defending champions Egypt in a friendly later today. So Management Committee Chairman Fred Achampong is outlining the team's uh, program for a pre-tournament. He's also adding that the team's main target is to qualify for the Olympics, which will be the first time in 20 years. Do remember that Ghana is in Group A with Morocco, Guinea, and uh, Congo. And out of eight teams present, the top three finishers will automatically qualify for the Paris 2024 Games. We're talking about the defending champions. We're talking about Egypt, who have also qualified for... Um, the under 23 Afghan, and so I think that it will be a, um, a very, very good match for us, and then to you know complement the preparations we are doing for the tournament. So now we're playing against Egypt under 23, the defending champions of the U23 Afghan here in Alexandra. After that, we spend a day here, and then we will go back to Cairo uh, to continue the preparation. In Cairo, to we've lined up a match. I think we will play on the 19th um, against a club side. On the, on, the, on the 19th of June. And then in two days' time, which will be 21st, because the tournament will start 21st. So 21st, we plan to travel from Cairo to Morocco to begin the tournament proper. Our first game will not be until the 25th. And so we plan to leave Egypt on the 21st of June and arrive the same day on the 21st of June in, the, in uh, Casablanca. And um, we will begin the tournament proper. So that is the plan or the program for the pre-tournament campaign. Well, right from day one, it's not even happened um, now that we are setting the target. I mean, when the team was assembled, and when we started with the qualifiers, we, first of all, we said to ourselves that we needed to qualify for the AFCON. And after qualification for the AFCON, the target is for us to qualify for the Olympics. Yes, a lot of if we are, if we end up winning the tournament, I mean, it will be a bonus. It will be a plus that would graciously welcome. But the target, the ultimate target for us is to qualify for the Olympics. You do remember that we haven't qualified for the Olympics as a country since two, 2004. And so I think that these guys are bent on helping us to you know, realize that aim and objective for us to qualify for the Olympic Games. So that, that's our target. Well, more on the Black Meteors later on. Now, let's go to Europe because Real Madrid have officially unveiled Jude Bellingham as their new signing. So the 19-year-old has completed his move from Borussia Dortmund to the Spanish Giants for a club record fee of 103 million euros. Bellingham was speaking at his unveiling and he couldn't hide his excitement. Tiene la palabra el presidente del Real Madrid, Florentino Pérez. Jude Bellingham, Denise Mark, padres de Bellingham, yo, hermano de Bellingham, miembros de la Junta Directiva, patronos de la Fundación Real Madrid, 
Pirri, Raúl, Emilio Butragueño y Solares, leyendas del Real Madrid, socios y peñistas. Buenas tardes y bienvenidos a la ciudad Real Madrid. Hoy vuelve a ser un día de ilusión y de grandes emociones para todos los madridistas. Y es también un gran día So this is Real Madrid president Florentino Perez welcoming Jude Bellingham, a six-year deal. He is the most expensive English player in history, with add-ons going to 150, 115 million pounds. He's released a statement, Bellingham, a couple of days ago, thanking people at Birmingham with Richard Dortmund for his journey. He was named Bundesliga Player of the Year. And that was after Borussia Dortmund missed out on the title on the last day of the season. They drew 2-2. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. With Mainz, and it was a game that Bellingham missed because of a knee injury. That's why he's not playing with England at the moment. 20 years of age in two weeks' time, Jude Bellingham. You saw from that little montage there what a special player he is, England's player of the tournament at the World Cup. But he will have to recover from that knee injury before he joins back up with England. Tony Cruz, a little warning, didn't he? Alluding to other big money signings that haven't quite worked out, didn't name-check anyone, but just... Uh, He's going to be in good company, Jude Billingham, with the likes of Tony Cruz. I think we're going to hear from the man himself in just a second. I just want to say thank you everyone in the room and everyone watching online for joining me uh, for the proudest day of my life, uh, the day where I joined the greatest football club in the history of the game. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. Um, there's a lot of people to thank for getting me here to this point, uh, Borussia Dortmund, Birmingham City. Uh, the people that work there, but also the bosses here, Mr. President, um, Uni Calafat, Jose Angel, and of course, most importantly, my family for all the support and making the deal uh, as easy as possible. So thank you very much. And finally, Alamadid. So short and sweet from Jude Bellingham, proudest day of his life, he called it, Th thanked Birmingham, Borussia Dortmund, Florentino Perez and the bosses at uh, Real Madrid as he unveils Bellingham shirt, number five on the back. Not sure he's going to play at centre half, but he's standing alongside the Real Madrid president, his proud mum watching on as well, taking pictures. But to Jude Bellingham, with add-ons, the most expensive English player in history, he called it the greatest club in the world. Proudest day of his life. That's uh, his brother Job and his mum. A very proud moment for the Bellingham family. Very talented they are too. But that uh, there is no doubt that the main man of the moment.
Yeah, Joe Bellingham himself has just gone to Sunderland. He's just left Birmingham. Didn't make quite the, the news of this move to Real Madrid, but a very talented family. That looks like things are coming to a bit of a close out uh, in Madrid. Uh, but just to recap, the greatest club in the world, the proudest day of his life, Jude Bellingham is officially a Real Madrid player and he is officially the most expensive English player in history. That, incidentally, the number five, as a lot of you will know, the same number that Zinedine Zidane wore. Of course, we'll be monitoring his exploits uh, at Real Madrid with uh, many, many uh, targets uh, to be set for him as well. Uh, Real Madrid wanting to rem uh, you know, return to the UEFA Champions League and pick up a 15th in addition to uh, winning the uh, domestic titles and others. Let's uh, throw the focus on Croatia, who are just one win away from their first major title after beating the host, the Netherlands, in a dramatic UEFA Nations League semi-final. Now, they scored two goals in extra time to claim the win after the match ended 2-2 in regulation time. The highlights now. A neat piece of control. Simons support. Ake, and that's clever. FIFA. Marlon! First blood to the Dutch. And if anything, it's against the run of play. But it's Koeman's men the lead. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Keep counting at those stop signs, Alex. Full stop and doesn't go until she counts to five, McSweeney. Because you are a safe driver. And like most drivers who sign up for Snapshot from Progressive, which customizes your rate for how and how much you drive, you could earn a discount for your good driving. So don't turn into an Alex rolling stop and goes whenever she wants, McSweeney. Because once an Alex full stop and doesn't go until she counts to five, McSweeney, always an Alex full stop. Well, you know the rest. Sign up for Snapshot today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or for all agents. Daniel Marlin having the time and the presence of mind to fire it into the bottom left-hand corner past Livakovic. The Netherlands. Another opportunity for Juranovic. The honey hits the young. Hakbos, an injudicious touch inside his own penalty area, brings Modric down and Croatia have a penalty. It's Kramaric, and it is level. Brilliantly taken penalty under pressure. No more than Croatia deserves. And Perisic making his way forward down the left-hand side. More attacking positions been taken up by him now. Taking on Dumfries. Ivanušec takes over. Fired ahead, and it's a brilliantly taken goal. And Croatia have turned it around with Pasanic. Two goals in less than 20 minutes, and the shot is on. Frankie de Jong helping it back in. They're still camped around the edge of the box. Kurt Mimers resisting the temptation to shoot. Tees back into the fray. Gakpo going for the overhead, and it's in. Turned. Oh, what a strike that is! Magnificent from distance. And 
here's Vlasic. Can he do better? Sets it up for Pekovic. Penalty. They're second of the line. The final four. Can he cement their place in the final? You bet he can. Well, let's now throw the focus on the English Premier League. Now, Manchester City will begin the, uh, you know, the defense of their title on Friday, August 11th. And this will be against newly promoted Burnley. And um, this uh, is a club which is managed by their former uh, skipper, Vincent Company. So this is what it's going to be looking like on Friday, August 2. So Arsenal will be playing against Nottingham Forest. And um, remember, Arsenal were very much in contention for the title until uh, the last couple of match days. Uh, Bournemouth will host West Ham and Luton will play, uh, will play against uh, Brighton. Now Luton are making um, their debut for the season. Now, um, Everton playing against Fulham and Crystal Palace will play Sheffield United. Newcastle welcome Aston Villa. Now, on Sunday, August 13, Brentford will play Tottenham Hotspurs, while Liverpool go away to Chelsea, definitely a top liner on the day. On Monday, August 14, Manchester United will host Wolves. So this is what it's going to be looking like on match day one of the new English Premier League season. Now, let's quickly take a look at Arsenal, especially considering the fact that they uh, were very much in contention for the title. This is what it's going to be looking like for them when they start off. So, uh, they play against Nottingham Forest um, on Saturday, August 12th at 12.30. 12, uh, now, this game starts off the season for them. Now, they go away to uh, Crystal Palace a week later. And then, on match day three, uh, they play against um, Fulham. Now... On match day four, there will be this big fixture against Manchester United. And um, Everton will host Arsenal uh, you know, on match day five. So this is what it's looking like in the top five fixtures for Arsenal. Let's do some more and uh, throw the focus on uh, some more of the other clubs. All right, so we'll be bringing you that uh, later on as we look ahead to the start of the season. But of course, um, a very instructive one will be that may, a big game that uh, you know Manchester City will be playing and starting off the season with, of course, uh, Burnley uh, being managed by Vincent Company, uh, the man who uh, also lifted uh, the league trophy with the club. I uh, was unable to do it uh, in the UEFA Champions League. Of course, that credit will go to uh, Ilke uh, Gunduan. So that's what it's going to be looking like um, as we go along. All right, so we're still here on Sports Today. We're going to be bringing you some more. Um, just before we wrap up the show. So we'll do a brief message, and after that, we continue uh, with some more of the stories right here on Sports Today.
So uh, this is uh, the final leg of the show. Let's now do uh, a quick one on uh, the other big names. Now, Chelsea uh, are making a return on the big day, on match day one, with this very big fixture uh, against Liverpool. Now, West Ham United will host Chelsea on match day two, and then they go to Luton Town um, on match day three. Nottingham Forest uh, come over to the Stamford Bridge on match day four, and Bournemouth will host uh, Chelsea on match day five. So this is what it's looking like for the Blues as well, uh, starting off on a very big note against uh, Liverpool. That sure is going to be a very big way to start it all off. And getting three points from there definitely will uh, boost the campaign a great deal, especially if it's coming from uh, you know, a game against Liverpool. Now, um, Manchester City, the defending champions, remember, are playing away in this game against Burnley. And uh, they will play at home against Newcastle United, one very big fixture as well. And then after that, they go over to Brentford. And then on match day four, they'd host Fulham. And then go away to West Ham on match day five. So that's what it's going to be looking like for uh, Manchester City. All right. Now, for Liverpool, obviously, they're going to be playing uh, against Chelsea um, in that game. Now, um, on match day two, they go over to Bournemouth and then Newcastle. Um, play against them on the third match day, August 26th. Now, September 2, Liverpool will host uh, Aston Villa, you know, at the at the Anfield Stadium, and then uh, you know, Ch- uh, you know, Liverpool go away to Wolves on match day five. So that's what it's looking like. Um, Liverpool will also be looking forward to possibly making a claim for the title. Now. Let's look at Manchester United now. And uh, the first game is at home against Wolves. And then the big one, uh, you know, Manchester United going away to Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, On match day three, it will be against uh, Nottingham Forest. And then a big one on match day four, September 2, against Arsenal away at the Emirates. Now, they will host uh, Brighton Hoven Albion on match day five. And this will be a game that will be played, you know, um, at home. So that's uh, what it's generally looking like for uh, the big sides. Uh, how they start off, we'll get to see from August uh, 11. So that's how we wrap it up here on the show. I do remember that there are more stories to share with you on myjoyonline.com, including that very big signing of uh, Jude Bellingham and what is expected to bring to the Los Blancos as they look into a new season and charge a new territory and look forward to possibly winning a 15th UEFA Champions League title. So that's it for the show. Thank you so much for watching. I'll be back tomorrow with another show. You stay well. My name is Nathaniel Atto, and I have love for sport. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.